welcome welcome back to idle talk i'm gonna move my microphone just a teeny tiny uh little bit today this episode is a little bit late uh as you as you've heard in the minis sorry apologize um i just got done with my morning things for today saturday and i'm gonna get this out as soon as possible really but um first things first um i got guests in the house okay and it feels weird recording and that'll talk you know, with the camera out, laptop, microphone set up, feels weird. I'm not gonna lie to you, feels weird. Also, I got this hoodie from Target, um, and it has the little thumb holes for it, and I'm pretty sure it was a unisex hoodie. I'm not too confident on it, but I'm pretty sure it was. It was only like eight dollars. They were on sale. Actually, I don't even think it was a unisex hoodie. I think this was a men's. It was like a men's hoodies and and activewear was on sale that day, and it went from like fourteen dollars to like eight dollars. So, if anything, boys <laughs> are allowed to have the holes for their thumbs, which I think is pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to keep wearing it. Just I'm, I, know, I like it like this. You know, this is comfortable, right? And I think um, me and Malik have gotten into conversations. Like, sometimes, like, like, when you look at girl clothes, and, like, why is it more comfortable than, like, guy clothes? And I think girls have the opposite feeling. They're like, why is guy clothes more comfortable than girl clothes? I don't know. Maybe we're, like, why are we, like wearing pants you know like we shouldn't we don't what do we want? like maybe this is this the scottish that wear those little like plaid like are the, the kilts right kilts they're called kilts not skirts um they got the right idea right you got to let your let your man parts breathe that's what i think um and you know but like why why don't we <laughs> as a society revert back to that <laughs> but um getting a little bit off topic but you know it's it's funny it's fun having guests here it's also like the house is getting packed now and malik's gone forever you know r.i.p not really he just he's visiting family um in florida but um he'll be back around like tuesday hopefully i told him i was like why don't you just stay there for a little bit like you got some some time to spend why don't you and you know he has his reasons but you know respect the self-awareness from that guy but um let's go let's get back into the obi-wan kenobi talk so when i was home right i was home for my birthday um my sister's graduation and kind of like fourth of july ish time so i spent about four days back at home and i binged obi-wan kenobi <laughs> with my sister so i watched it a second time it was the first time watching it and um pretty much um, the general consensus that the internet had of, of the certain things that really didn't make sense or maybe the pacing was kind of off or like because we watched like two episodes per day so she was like the only really um, impactful moments for her were like episode five and six like that's what kind of made it worth watching in her opinion I think because the moment where Vader's stopping the spoilers Vader's stopping the um, ship from taking off and he's like holding it with the force he's like and my sister was like whoa he can do that I'm like yeah he can and that was awesome I think that that it's those moments where people who well everybody knows like your first time watching Star Wars and it's one of those moments where you wish you could relive your first time watching it especially if you become a big fan um, it's very interesting that you can meet people who haven't watched Star Wars at all because even the people that hate it, right? You watched it at least, you know? You watched it, wasn't for you, hated it, right? Good for you. And the people who watch it and love it and come to to love it, like, forever for their entire lives. But it's also interesting that as 
you know, kind of in my sister's case, that I remember showing her um, the original trilogy first. And we saw episode four. Is that cool? Big explosion is nice. She's then, as she's older, she's older enough to kind of visually see that the <laughs> that this was like a seventies movie, and she's like, oh, like this looks kind of cheesy, da da da, whatever, right? Because the the technology wasn't with the times, with our times when she was watching, so she wasn't too old to be like ah a complete snob about it. But she could definitely tell when she was like younger that things definitely <laughs> look better currently especially at the time when we were watching it they looked better on tv than they did um than that movie did on our tv i remember her first reaction to like vader telling luke that he is his father and she was like whoa like her like, fucking jaw dropped she was like so shocked she was like no way I did not see that coming and i was like this this was like a moment this is this is a moment that fans of any kind of movie that they grow to love and enjoy their first moment to be like wow that's crazy did not see that coming and it's getting pretty rare that you meet people who haven't watched star wars so kind of introducing somebody to something like that whether they grow to love it or they grow to hate it you know either way they tried it <laughs> but i think it's super cool when somebody can get introduced to stuff like that and i know for myself personally there there's been like shows or movies or like Things that I haven't been introduced to, I haven't enjoyed yet, and I know that whenever, because I'm open to watching whatever at least one time, right? But if I do end up having one of those moments and somebody kind of brings that moment to me, you know, I think it is more impactful that way. And I think the person that's introducing me to that will kind of have their own moment too. They're like, wow, I can't believe I got to introduce so-and-so to this. Like, it's super cool. So, again, episodes five and six. Well worth it for my sister, I think. She was like, what's happening? Whoa, he's fucking him up. That's crazy. Like, who is this? That's fucking... Like, when she saw Liam Neeson again from um, at the end of the Kenobi series, she's like, I forgot he was in Star Wars. So I was like, yeah, because we kind of, like, don't remember episode one. <laughs> but she can she remembers the movies that kind of she gauged more interest to. So, like, maybe, like, the end of uh, episode two when Anakin gets his, like, hand cut off gets married in secret the, the entirety of revenge of the sith um episode five where vader tells luke he's his father episode six when the death star blows up again like those key moments in her kind of like star wars history that she remembers and this is like one it's gonna be one of them vader stopping the ship showing like how powerful he is the entirety of rogue one where this the story is shaped as these regular regular people fighting a war with guns for the whole time and at the end of that movie vader comes with his fucking magic lightsaber shit and he's just showing them how fucking utterly useless they are against them like it really really hones in the fact that these fucking people like with the with lightsabers like you really are way out of your element when you show up and this dude has a fucking lightsaber and you're like oh, here's my blaster shoot oh he's blocking it oh oh he's blocking it He's blocking it. I, like, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was cool. That was cool to experience um, with my sister. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's... We've done the horror. We've done the horror movies. We've done, we've had those little moments like in Saw and stuff. Maybe we're, um, we'll start something new. I don't know. Leave me, leave me some recommendations um, if you've got them. I went to see this movie called The Black Phone, I believe. Um, it was... 
supposed to be a horror movie, but it was more like a psychological thriller, I believe. I mean, that's what um, me and Christian kind of came down to just classifying it as that because it wasn't necessarily scary it wasn't necessarily scary in your face like a traditional horror movie where like the jump scares like you know they're coming you know like there's certain like parts that will absolutely blow your mind away of how scary they are but i, I think i would i don't know if there's a genre called realistic horror but i think if there isn't there is this movie is the start of that because the premise of it without really giving too much away is it's like a dude who was committing these crimes in this small, like, niche, bound-together neighborhood. Whenever a new crime occurs, the phone rings, somebody's letting them know what's happening, and everybody is, somebody's telling the whole the whole neighborhood what's happening, right? So the, the, the community is tight, and it's knit, and it's like, yeah, let's, let's keep each other informed. You know, this has to stop, blah, 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 blah. So the crimes are basically, kids are, kids are getting kidnapped, uh, we don't really know what's happening to them, but as the movie occurs, our main character gets kidnapped, and they introduce these fucking, like, the Conjuring-like powers that um <laughs> the one of the main character's sister has. Allegedly, the mom used to see these visions, and, you know, it was telling them to do bad things, so blah, blah, blah. You know, we get minimal backstory on the mom, but, um, so yeah, so it's that kind of story, like, they're trying to fucking get you to be invested in these two kids the brother who gets ultimately kidnapped and the sister who is kind of like on a supernatural wavelength she's trying her hardest to like see visions of like where her brother could possibly be and so the entire time this kid he's being held in a house with a soundproof basement and he's seeing visions or maybe hallucinating we don't know if he has the same powers as his mom it's not really said or explained that way but i'm assuming he does she's just not as strong as his sister and the movie's called the black phone because it's a black phone in the basement he's in and it rings and the kidnapper explains it to him he's like i don't know something probably some electricity thing going down like i don't know why sometimes it rings and then i pick up no one's there obviously because the line is cut but um so we kind of get this like coming of like, age moment through at the end of the movie, there are certain parts where uh, at the beginning of the movie, it comes back to the end. Like there's people that are, are talking to him and he's trying to kind of apply that, like those life lessons that he was wanted them to learn. So like his friends that ultimately are not there with him anymore, um, he's got to take that advice and finally kind of like own up and like say, all right, fuck it. Like, like enough time has passed. Like I have to do this. Like this, I can't put this on the back burner anymore. Nobody's here to help me. I gotta do this on my own. And and I say realistic horror in the way where this kid is being goes kidnapped and he's living in the basement of some guy's house. One of the houses in that neighborhood that I just told you about. This the kidnapper himself is getting a phone call. Like, wow, that sucks. Oh man, like. Don't worry, I'll keep my eye out for him. Don't, like, you know, like... He's one of the fucking neighbors in that neighborhood. And his brother is staying at his house. The same house he has a kidnapped kid in the basement. The cops go to that house and talk to the brother who's visiting. And he's like, yeah, you know, like... I've He's like, thank, I've been expecting you guys. You know, I'm trying to help you with your investigation. Like, he shows them the fucking... Like the fucking crime board that every fucking um, so-and-so detective has. And 
he's like, yeah, you know, he's got to be in some one of these houses, you know, like, he can't be anything else, and the cops were, like, brushing him off, like, yeah, whatever, dude, but little did he know, it's literally right underneath his feet, and man, that, that was, that was such a good movie, I think, I enjoyed myself thoroughly, it wasn't necessarily that groundbreaking, I don't think it needed to be, but again, I think this literal quote-unquote uh, realistic horror that the fact that really and truly the scariest things are the, the simpler things the things that literally anybody you know can do and you know that's that's really what i enjoy i think it was a it was a good it was a good ride necessarily like i didn't really feel like i had to like entertain myself in between scenes like i was actually focused and like involved and I was really really like paying attention to the movie because I found myself this so this there's a rule of thirds right this is the middle third that you're seeing me right here right and this is if you're on TikTok the middle is what you ultimately end up seeing you don't end up seeing the things over here which is my courage the cowardly dog sign and over here my graffiti spray paint like art that I got in Mexico Right, so the rule thirds, the middle thirds is for the important parts of things you want people to focus on. And I saw myself, I caught myself multiple times looking, what's over here? What's over there? What's down there? What's down there? I caught myself looking for details that may not necessarily be there. I was like, ooh, I'm, I'm getting good at this. I'm getting good at like dissecting movies. I'm getting good at like looking for things that I know I shouldn't be looking for, but somebody out, the director, or editor, or whoever, or like producer or whatever wants me to look for them and you know i think i'm kind of like elevating myself as i watch movies so that abrupt cutoff was i'm gonna go on a tangent here uh the baltimore city police helicopter and apparently a lot of our neighbors aren't fans of it they think it's a waste of city resources and there was a particular incident where these kids were night swimming in the pool at the park that i live near to near and they were like oh why why did you have to bring the helicopter out and chase them away like that's pretty fucked up like there's no reason to do that like, you can you can get your point across by just sending a cop like and just telling them to shoo away and then somebody was like well the the helicopter is already out and it has to cross the park to get to where it refuels so really it's like killing two birds with one stone it's like hey kids get out the pool and then it goes to get its re to refuel and then does its duties or whatever. I'm indifferent about it. Sure, it's annoying. Like, having it... I see it out all the time. And I'm like, is, is something like serious going on? Or is it just out to be out? Because I understand the frustration of, like, the taxpayers here. They're paying for, basically, that to be out 24-7. And that money could definitely be going somewhere else. But, you know... It's up to ultimately the city leaders to figure that and sort that out. But yeah, that's my little tangent about that. Let's let's keep talking though about um, Facebook pages. I have an immense beef with like the stuff that people post that it's free, right? So let's say I have something of value, right? I don't need anymore. So if I were to say, if I pull out this mic arm, right? This mic arm still works, right? I put it right here. And then I move my mic over here, right? Pretend my mic's here. And, you know, it's work. It has value. It's a little bit older. Like, I, ha I haven't used it in a bit, so it's a little bit dusty. I just fucking <laughs> moved all this dust. But this is still useful for someone, right? And my issue is somebody being like, oh, hey, guys, I have a box of fucking paper towels that I use already. It's free outside. Grab them if you need them. Like, 
there's a lot of stuff I see that's posted up for free and plastered behind a, a free sign. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, this is garbage. You put out literal garbage and you labeled it free in hopes that somebody would take it. And people do take it because, you know, I don't need I don't need to shit on the people that do take it. And maybe they needed it. Like, I've, I've, I've certainly gotten free stuff from fucking these groups all the time. My fucking white Ikea desk. I didn't see it on the Facebook group. It was just labeled free. <laughs> like, literally, my neighbor put it out and I fucking yoinked that shit. I was like, give me this shit. A toolbox, a brand new toolbox. I yoinked that shit, too. I got this Ikea dresser that, dresser that I was looking at. I wanted it in white or black. And then the wood version, somebody was like, hey, it's free to take. Da, 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 da. I'm like, fucking perfect. Excellent. I'll grab. This is the exact one I was looking for. It saves me three hundred dollars. You know, like so. You know, so I don't want to be super, super critical on the people that do post stuff. But I feel like the people that post the shitty stuff that definitely isn't. Oh, that doesn't have any value. I'm like, you know better. You definitely just want to put your trash outside and hope that somebody takes it for you. And that's that's really my beef on that. Like, sure, I can put out an old office chair somebody might take it somebody might have use for it somebody will be super happy to have it but then there's other instances where i'm like do do you really want to give somebody that piece of shit that like chair that you have like it's really 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 old it's scratched up you came from a fucking home of cats like it's it's squeaky as fuck like you want to give that somebody really truly do you really think that's like for your best interest and so that's kind of just the beef that i have with that, oh, it's it's kind of like I'm like oh, you're a piece of shit, low key. You think you're doing people a favor, but really, are you? Are you? So we have this intern in the office. His oh, I'm not gonna tell you his name. <laughs> I don't know why I would leak that. That the only reason why is because he reminds me a lot of Dwight Schrute from the office, like to a T. Like think of the most craziest or the more most cringy thing you can remember of Dwight Schrute that memory if you ever watched The Office and that's him in a nutshell whatever whatever you just thought of for me it's the fucking crazy part where he cuts off the fucking CPR dummy's face and plasters it on his face he versus he gives me that energy or the time where he um pepper sprayed Roy cause Roy came up to Jim and tried to fuck him up in the office you know, that energy I get from this intern. And we were doing a little training day and for the interns because we were trying to get them prepped for our summer season. So they have to sh- they have to teach classes. You know, something it's part of the internship. They have to teach them X amount of classes. And we all, we all left that internship. Not that internship. We all left the training day like, whew, that guy is rough. He's pretty rough. Uh, but we hope for the best. And hopefully he's gotten better at that. But he definitely, he definitely gives off the vibe as how Dwight would probably talk to kids. Boom. You know why you're here. It's time for tweets and Reddit stuff and screenshots. We're going to start off with a wild one, okay? It's fucking crazy. If only YouTube existed in 2001, and it's a picture of 9-11, and the typical YouTuber reaction, like, thumbnail like crazy what happened what did we do <laughs> like if youtube was around like current youtube culture was around in 2001 that would have been some of the craziest 
pieces of content we could have probably gotten. Uh, we get that now, currently, with shit like COVID or, like, swine flu or, like, hate crimes and shit like that. We get some shit like this on YouTube, like, this day and age. But just imagine shit like 9-11. Our confessions. I told my boyfriend I like being degraded during sex, so he called me a stupid cunt. He did not understand the assignment. No, I... I think maybe maybe you should have sent some some guidelines. Be like, I like being degraded. Just don't call me X Y Z. Don't make it a little bit too real. Don't don't like make it personal. <laughs> don't actually don't actually call me a stupid fucking idiot that can't parallel park when it's raining. Like I, that's a little bit too personal, you know. Maybe you should have maybe you should have set some guidelines. Okay. R ask Reddit what it is the worst thing someone has said to you during sex. Not me, but an old friend of mine. Really quiet, soft-spoken, polite guy. A total gentleman and graduate student in the liberal arts. Also pretty inexperienced, tentative, and vanilla sexuality. Vanilla sexually. He's dating this really cool girl for maybe two months, and she's much kinkier in bed. She floats the idea of dirty talk, and apparently he likes... She likes to be objectified from time to time. He's hesitant, but wants to please her and doesn't dismiss the idea outright. He changes the subject and figures that they'll revisit the idea another time. Anyway, they have sex a few days later for the first time since the conversation, really going at it doggy style, and she tells him to talk dirty to her. He says that he can't think of anything to say, so he says nothing, and then she repeats the request, but the second time, she's not fucking requesting, but demanding it. And he comes <laughs> he comes up with, yeah, you like that, you, li- you fucking retard. Yeah, you like that, you fucking retard. He's never struck me as one of her embellishments, so I believe him. He said that it was for sex that night, although they are still together two years later. It's not too bad. I'm not too bad. Um, <laughs> she Did she get what she wanted? I'm not even sure that that characterizes as dirty talk. But another response says, A similar story. A female friend of mine who was also very shy was ushered to dirty talk her boyfriend. She had never done it before, and so what came out of her mouth was, Oh, yes. Take me, you fucking tranny. <laughs> Apparently not what he expected. Oof. I'm gonna have to start bleeping some shit. But I'm gonna... You're gonna read it, though. I'm, I'm gonna put it right here. I'm gonna read what I said. But, you know, TikTok's been like... Uh, but yeah, TikTok's been up on my ass about cursing lately. This is an account I follow on Twitter called Good Reddit. And someone tweets at them for whatever reason. You gay? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Good Reddit says, yeah, weird Spotify playlist replies back, gay is okay, with a picture of a dog, for whatever reason why that dog is there. Um, I thought that was pretty cool, though. I like when um, two Twitter pages I follow interact, because I'm like, whoa, I know I know these pages. <laughs> but yeah, Idle Talk says, gay is okay, too. If you could eat one food from any animated movie, what would it be? Mine is the eggs from Shrek. Those eggs did look really really good i'm gonna put a picture right here Boop. there's that helicopter i was telling you about um somebody said daphne's ass from scooby-doo and i agree 100 as well and i'll put a picture here men of reddit what makes you feel manly carrying my sister's kids two nephews and niece around they always ask me to pick them up whenever i see them so i started lifting weights a couple years ago just so i could continue doing it as they got bigger it worked out as I intended. I got a lot stronger, and now the boys are nine years old, and I can still carry one of them under each arm. They love it since their mother can't pick them up anymore, and their happiness makes me feel good too. This is why we work out to manhandle kids. Next, let's bring some positivity 
into our lives. I know we need it. Inflation's been going crazy on us. Shit don't cost the same as it used to. But feel good story. It says scalper says he lost nearly 23,000 due to GPU prices returning to normal. Fuck that guy. Last one, a little bit more current. It says Japan, hashtag Japan. Police have now seized a number of improvised firearms from a home of, I'm not going to try to say the guy's names. The man who shot and killed former prime minister, this one's a little bit easier, Shinzu Ape. The weapons include both a five and nine barrel shotgun, which appear to be electrically fired. And somebody said, guy had a fallout New Vegas guns. And it's like pictures up here. That actually looks pretty insane. It's very, um, how do you even do that? Like, how? How does electrically fired nine barrel shotgun, that sounds overkill. I mean, I don't know what else to say. That shit was actually, like, there probably is going to be a future that this is real. And not real, but, like, mass produced, I want to say. Am I looking forward to that? Not too sure. <laughs> but, tweets, reddits, things aside, that was today's Idol Talk. Thank you guys for bearing with me. Thank you guys for being for listening pretty much like even though it's a little bit late later than i intended um remember to follow us on tiktok and instagram at idle talk pod leave us five stars on apple and spotify they share the same rating system now and i will see you tomorrow for an idle talk mini yeah i'm doing those every day again so i'll see you tomorrow peace